Good evening, Island Church. Here it is, Monday, uh, July the 20th. We're, we're overcoming fear. We're standing on the Word of God. Uh, we're not afraid. We're not anxious in any way. God's got a plan for us. It's a glorious plan of revival and refreshing and awakening and harvest. This is the greatest day, the greatest day to be living for God, to be walking in faith and just standing against the evil forces of fear and what it desires to produce. Certainly, we're living in a day and hour that we've kind of titled this Overcoming the Fear of the Day. Uh, we talked about how you should not have fear of death in you, fear of judgment in you. That's been overcome through your salvation experience. You're a child of Almighty God. Uh, he loves you. We looked over there in Hebrews chapter uh, uh, 13 where he said he would not leave us. He would not forsake us. He said, I will not, I will not, I will not in the Amplified. He does not want us to fail. He does not want us to be hurt in any way. He wants to be the strong arm the stronghold, and the protector of his children in this day and hour. We've landed over there in Isaiah 41. This has really been a standard for teaching on faith and rejecting fear. I really like it. Let me read through it again, and we'll come back and begin to comment on it. And, you know, one of the things you can do with these little mini-series like this is go back and listen to them over and over. It only takes about 10, 12 minutes to listen to one. And you can listen to them over and over again. It's got a lot of word content in it. And that word can get into your spirit. And that's what builds faith. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. There's still no shortcuts. There's still no ways to get around this. And living for God in this day and overcoming the fear of the day is a process just like living for God at any other time. What's amazing is in our life and ministry, Especially when we traveled, we went to several places in the world where there was war going on, there was rebellion going on, there were a lot of problems. And we had to literally live in faith in such a way that fear couldn't overcome us. Uh, it, was, it was difficult at times. We had to really pay attention. We had to stay sharp. We had to be careful of what we were letting into our mind. Uh, we, we could not allow ourselves. I remember there in Ireland, we were began in uh, uh, 1988, and man, the, the, the Irish... Uh, uh, they called it the Troubles at the time. It's just a war is what it was between the IRA and the British government. And, you know, there was uh, uh, bombs were being exploded in, in, in towns, villages, and cities. Uh, the IRA was doing just some tremendous things that were very uh, terroristic. Many of the soldiers had been killed. Many of the IRA. And many, many just innocent people were killed. And just traveling uh, uh, afforded uh, an opportunity for, for fear, but we never took it. We knew, number one, we were in the will of God. Man, I tell you, one of the greatest ways to overcome fear is to know you're right in the will of God. And being in the will of God means that you are very subject and susceptible to faith coming into your heart and re-energizing, re-encouraging you so that you can press forward in the will of God. We experienced that many times. Now here at Island Church, we've had to face many things, uh, all kinds of, of course, you know, uh, storms of the Gulf and, and, and things that happen here on the island, things that just go on in church. The enemy would try to rise up and cause fear to come upon us. But listen, we've rejected it. We've walked in faith. We've believed God right in the midst of it. Our heart has always been to to, to do people good, to do them right, and to do everything we can do to help them enter into the call of God upon their life. And that takes faith. You can't walk in fear and do that. So here again, let me read Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. This ought to be marked in your Bible, something that you write down and meditate on constantly. Fear not, this is God speaking to us. Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. 
I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. They that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them and shall not find them, even them that contend with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing and a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not. I will help thee. Now, you know, I, I've taught this for many years, that last verse. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. You know, for, for years I've always imagined, you know, this picture of God. And, 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 you know, here he is. He's holding my hand. He's bigger than me. And, and I've got my hand in his hand. And, and there we go. And I've got no reason to fear because I've got my eyes on him. And the Lord spoke to me uh, here recently. He said, you're not looking at that correctly because I'm not holding your hand anymore. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you're not holding my hand. He said, no, I've taken, I've quit holding your hand, and I've come and got inside you. He said, I, that's a little bit more than just holding your hand. This is under the Old Covenant. He's speaking to Old Testament saints. He's speaking to men and women that did not have, that do not have the covenant we have in which the Spirit of God abides on the inside and empowers us on the outside. And God spoke to me and said, it's not my hand in your hand. It's my heart in your heart. That's why you should not fear because I am with you. I am in you. I'll be with you forever. There's no reason to fear. Now back up to the Verse 10, now notice this, the first two phrases should give you faith. Fear not. Okay, God, see what's coming on the earth? We're seeing such destruction, an interruption of what we call our normal life, our normal life that we used to know three months, four months ago. That's over. What's coming at the end of the summer? What's coming in the fall? What's coming in 2021? What's going on? Fear thou not. Why, God? Why? Why should we have any reason not to be afraid? Here it is. For I'm with thee. God is with us. Listen, that's one of the most comforting realities of my life. Governments fail. Uh, you name it. Companies, armies, you name it. They fail. We see so much fear-based failure right now. We see it in the sports. We see it in the government. We see it in the, all of these things. Much of it that's going on is just an avalanche of failure. Man's inability to make any type of corrections in the trauma and the turmoil that's going on on the earth. But the good news is, in the midst of us, we're with God. But so who are you with? You with the Democrats? You with the Republicans? Are you with the, you with the, uh, you with the rioters? You with, you with this? You with that? No, 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 no. No, I'm with God. He's in me. He abides. He empowers. His word is in my heart. His spirit rest on the inside of me, assuring me that I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to fear. I don't care what comes upon this earth. You name the destruction. You name the pandemic. It is not greater than our God. Fear thou not. I'm with thee. Be not dismayed. Why? Now this is, this word gets personal. He says, I am your God. One of the great things about serving the Lord, Israel under its covenant, there were few men, a few prophets, a few priests, a few kings that actually developed what I would call a personal relationship with God. You know Moses did. You know Abraham did. You know Joshua did. You know David and Samuel did. Uh, you know some of these prophets. They had this very close as much as they could, as much access as they had. You know men like Elijah and Elisha, Isaiah, uh, these prophets. They had a relationship with God. They had fellowship with God. They had a covenant with God. But nothing, nothing on the level that we have. 
They looked forward to our day. They thought if we could only live in a day in which God Himself, the God that we experience, His Shekinah glory in the Holy of Holies, when we see the priest going there, the presence that we feel in that middle court, the expectancy that we have in the outer court. What if that God could come and abide and live on the inside. See, they longed for that. The Bible says in Hebrews, they died in faith not receiving that promise. But that promise is yours. You have that promise living in you. Jesus is in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory, or the hope of the manifestation of the supernatural glory of God in your life. Now notice what it says. I am thy God. Make God a personal relationship in your life. Talk to Him. Worship Him. Fellowship with Him. Get around people that do. And I guarantee you, it'll become so personal, you'll realize that your life is totally intertwined with His. He loves you. He cares about you. And He has a hold of you and will not let you go. I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will help thee. Yes, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Now notice three things. Strength, help, and being upheld. Strength, help. Listen, that, that covers such a broad brushstroke of what we need right now. I mean, strength. I mean, if you allow the situation or the circumstance that the whole world is caught up in right now, if you allow it, it will deplete your strength. I mean, you'll feel weak. You'll feel listless. That's why many times that apathy and complacency literally gets a hold of God's people. Let me tell you, I've seen a trend, and it's not a good trend. People turn into themselves. It's no longer about the family of God. It's no longer about the church. It's no longer about the move of God. It's about, uh, we've got to protect our family. We've got to protect our home. We've got to protect our cars and our bank accounts. We've got to protect our... Listen, that is, a, that, is, that is so wrong to take that and put that above serving God. If you will serve God, then God will strengthen you. So that your family will be protected. Your job will be protected. You'll be protected from pandemics and epidemics. You'll be protected from all that's coming up on this earth because God will be using you for harvest in these days and hours. You have to make a decision. How are you going to live? You say, Pastor, we're just trying to survive this. You're trying to put some demand upon us that we don't want. You're talking about coming to prayer every night. You're talking about giving. You're talking, we can't do this. Don't you see what's going on? I do. That's why I'm trying to teach you to come out of that fear-based mentality, come into faith, and enjoy the glory of what it's going to mean to be alive in these days and hours. Now notice this. I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. Man, I tell you, we need help in every area. But this last one, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. What is the right hand of the righteousness? That's Jesus. He said, I'm going to take, not an angel, not some old prophet or some old saint, not a preacher, not a pastor. I'm going to take my son Jesus, and he's going to uphold you. He's going to be the foundation of your life. It's not going to be your marriage. It's not going to be your possessions. It's not going to be your children or grandchildren. It's going to be my son your Savior, the one I sent to redeem you, He's going to be the foundation. And when you're, as Jesus said Himself, when you're built upon the rock of the foundation that who He is, no matter what storm comes, it's not going to destroy you. God loves you. We'll pick this up tomorrow night, and I guarantee you, you'll begin to sense and realize faith is rising in you, and faith and fear is being dispelled. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow night.